The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Eric Franson with you on a Thursday right here on the Full Court Press. A lot of different things to discuss, specifically about Utah State. We've got Utah State basketball. We'll hear from Coach Craig Smith. We'll hear from uh, Abel Porter. We'll hear from Sam Merrill all coming up this hour. And continue to get you ready for Utah State hosting Colorado State. Homecoming football game coming up Saturday night, 5.30 on CBS Sports Network. And we'll hear from Jalen Warren and from Shaq Bond, uh, they each could have some significant roles in this game coming up on Saturday night. Uh, so we'll get into that. Also discuss some of the comings and goings in the NFL. Uh, one player is now finally joining his team, while another may be on his way out. Uh, you just heard Dan Patrick talking a little bit about that just a few moments ago. Uh, so update you on the current state of affairs with that as well. But a uh, lot of different things happening, fun things going on this week. Also have uh, an interesting lineup of games in high school football with uh, Region 11 and some of the other schools in the area that we're keeping an eye on. Don't forget to get in there and make your picks, make your selections known in our Cash Valley Media Group Preps Pick'em Challenge uh, brought to you by the Logo Shop. And uh, they are your uh, club, uh, Booster Club headquarters for competitive teams, booster clubs or uh, your uh, club sports a lot of different things they can help you out with there at the Logo Shop. They help make this uh, contest possible. Um, so if you get in there, make your picks. I would recommend making your picks tonight just to make sure you get them in in time uh, or at least by noon tomorrow because Rich High School plays earlier games when they're at home. So be aware of that. You don't want to miss out. You don't want to have an incomplete list uh, of picks. So go in there, make your selections you're picking who you think is going to win. And in the bonus game, pick uh, what you think the score might be. And that really serves as a tiebreaker for whomever got the closest to the actual score at the end of the day. So uh, those scores and, and uh, uh, rankings will be tabulated and confirmed late into Friday night, early Saturday morning. And then we'll update you on who the winner is for this week. And if you do happen to have the highest score this week, you could win a $100 gift certificate to McDonald's. So great stuff there. Um, and uh, anyway, there's a lot of different places that do similar contests like this, but I haven't seen anybody in the area throughout the state of Utah that's giving away as good of prizes as we are. So get in there, get some great stuff, and you could win. And if you happen to be the winner for this week, you're automatically qualified as a, a finalist for our grand prize a 65-inch 4K TV from Lens Audio and Video. Uh, an interesting week in um, in what's going on in the conference, or excuse me, in the region for high school football. Uh, as we've discussed, these RPI rankings, still a bit confusing to some how, how it works, uh, but it's not just wins and losses, but it's what was the win and loss record of the team that you played and how strong was their uh, competition the, the, who did they play? And for that reason, interesting to note that Ridgeline, even though they lost last week, they moved up 
a spot because they played a really good team last Friday in Skyview, who is one of the best in the state. So even with teams who currently have not won yet in region are ranked higher than teams that have won two games in region. So it is a little bit funny that way. It's going to take some getting used to, but we'll continue to update that uh, and make it available on cashvalleydaily.com when those new rankings come out. Uh, but the scoreboard, and once this, the scores are finalized, we'll push, publish those as well on Cash Valley Daily and then uh, see what it looks like in our Preps Pick'em contest. So if you want to participate in our Preps Pick'em, just go to uh, our website, 1069thefan.com, and there's a link right there on the bottom right-hand side. Click on that. It'll take you to the page. If you haven't participated yet, that's totally fine. You can still get a chance to win some great prizes. Just create an account or log in, and then uh, make go ahead and make your make your picks. So uh, anyway, and we'll get into more detail about those games that are on the line and who's playing whom uh, tomorrow during the show and how you can listen and how you can follow along. But um, uh, for the the games that are going on that we we need to be paying close attention to uh, in Region Eleven specifically. It's uh, Bear River at Green Canyon, Ridgeline is at Logan, and Skyview is at Mountain Crest. So renewing an old rivalry between those two schools, uh, and uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, teams looking for some momentum, uh, maybe turning some things around, others trying to hold on and figure some things out still. So we'll see what happens at the end of the day, Friday night. Uh, and uh, So anyway, stay tuned for that on our various radio stations that will be carrying the games and uh, providing the play-by-play, and you hear it as it happens. Or you can also check out cashvalleydaily.com Friday night, and we'll have the full scoreboard, and then who's next on the schedule for these various teams. All right, uh, let's get into, we talked a little bit about this last hour, that uh, Utah State men's basketball team reported to practice earlier this week. They've been practicing for a few days, but today was the first day that uh, they were available for uh, media uh, interviews. And uh, Ajay was able to run up there and talk to some of the players and and Coach Craig Smith. And here are some of the things that uh, they had to say about practice so far. And I want to start out with uh, Sam Merrill. Certainly a lot of eyes on him, on what he did last year. Can he continue that coming up this year? How much does he improve his game and, and help this team move forward? And a lot of expectations now on this team. There weren't any placed on them a year ago. How does he deal with that? And how does this team come together to have another great season in the Mountain West and deserve some of that national recognition that's coming their way? Um, I thought we had a really good day. It's exciting to be back. Um, with the new rules, we've been practicing once or twice a week um, throughout the summer and the off season. But to be able to get back and, and know that it's finally time to get working, to get really working towards our season um, with the 30 practices or whatever we get. I thought we had a really good day, um, and I think we are just continuing to progress. How do you handle being on the cover of a magazine, Sam, and things like that? What are you feeling about that kind of things? I don't know. I, I had never even heard of the magazine, so uh, I grew up. I grew up with it. It was one of the great. It was one of the great magazines. I, I never heard of that, so um, I don't know. I just I'm not really worried about that. I know everyone says that, but. Um, just excited to you know go out there and um, just get to work and get to play again. Um, 
the off my first two off seasons felt really really short really quick this one has just felt so long i think as a group we've just been so excited to get out there and go play again um you know all the expectations and all the pressure i think we're excited for that and we want to get out there and show people that we really can live up to those expectations well you have to keep the same mentality you had last year as a team to build every single day and and, and feel like you're always the underdog and having to beat people and, and that's kind of probably hard to have now a little bit you know i think we're going to practice well, i know because we have been practicing the exact same way that we that we did last year the only difference is we know we're good um so you know last preseason i thought we were good but i wasn't sure and i could tell by the way we were practicing and the way we would work and the chemistry that we were developing that we had a chance to be good now it's the same thing I mean, we're developing chemistry with the new guys we're working hard but we know that we're going to be good and that, we're, um, that if we do what we're supposed to do and do what we did that uh, we're going to have another successful year you have a well of a, a preseason schedule too a non-conference schedule i mean it's it's an opportunity really to go out and prove yourselves even more yeah we're excited for it um, lots of big games i think our coaches did a really good job of putting together a schedule. I know it was hard. Um, I know not a lot of teams wanted to play us. Um, but, yeah, we're excited for it. It'll be good opportunities to put our names out there. But, you know, like we've always said, and you know, as a team, we work on being the best that we could be in March. Um, March and February and January when the games really, really matter. So, um, you know, we're going to work right now every day with the goal of winning a Mountain West Championship. And, uh, Hopefully we'll be able to steal a few, if not all, of those preseason games. You have a bunch of new guys on on this team. You're the leader of the squad. How do you help them acclimate themselves into this system of Coach Smith? Yeah, it's it's interesting, and I I thought about it the other day. Just we've got six guys that played heavy, heavy minutes last year, or at least towards the end of the year by that time, and our other eight, nine guys are essentially brand new. Clay and Roche obviously have been here, but they haven't practiced until this summer and then the rest of guys are brand new so it's such a weird dynamic where I was just talking to Coach Smith about this where some guys you know exactly what they're going to do like Diogo, Brock, Abel and then these new guys you don't you just you have to develop chemistry so um, you know us as returners and as leaders and as veterans have to be patient with them and just continue to work with them and I think a good thing that we're doing is I think we're a pretty tight-knit group um, we hang out, uh, have good relationships. So the chemistry on the court will come as long as there's chemistry off the court. If Namiyash is out for an extended time, do you feel like you guys can cope without him? Yeah, we'll be all right. Um, I think we have enough guys that, that know what they're doing. We have an assortment of bigs um, that we can work through, and I think we can go small if we need to as well. So um, we'll be okay. I think our style of play, no matter who's on the court, is going to find ways to win games. General question, but not specific. Do the new guys fit into how you played last year, or do you think that they can give you a different dynamic as a team than you had last year? Well, there's certainly more size on the team. Um, we're, like even in practice, I just half the time I, I can't go anywhere because we're so long and so not the most athletic, but just really, really long and really big. Um, but yeah, I think each each guy is, brings something different to the table. But Coach Smith and the staff do a good job of recruiting their their type of players. Um, so you can tell as soon as a new guy gets in here, he's going to play the right way, share the ball, be unselfish. And um, as long as we're unselfish as a group, then our offense and our defense will work out.
All right, there's Sam Merrill, and uh, his uh, first opportunity to meet with the media. Utah State basketball began their practices earlier this week, on Tuesday, actually. Uh, as you mentioned, they've been able to practice kind of on their own a couple days a week uh, in the off season. But a couple things that jumped out to me that Sam talked about there, uh, just talking about the new guys, uh, even some of the guys that were pretty much on the team a year ago, still didn't get to practice with them very much because they were coming back from injuries. So uh, just trying to develop that chemistry, trying to understand what people's habits are, where they like to be, how they like to do things. Um, and then talks about the size. This, this team has a lot of size. And as he said, uh, it's uh, been a little bit more difficult for him to get in in the middle to do some things. Some of the guys he has to go up against in practice. Um, and because of that size, question was posed by Ajay, if uh, Namiya Keta has to be out for any extended period of time, uh, you know, Sam Merrill feels like they'll still be okay. They've got uh, they've got size, maybe not the most athleticism, similar to what uh, Keta brings to the table, but um, should be able to still be in there and compete, uh, maybe even by committee to some degree. Uh, Abel Porter had a great year last year, came on midway through the season to really solidify that point guard position. For Utah State brings that experience, come that calming influence back to the team, getting ready for a follow-up to a great season last year. Here's what Abel Porter had to say to uh, to the media after practice today. Hi, right, Abel. First day of practice here for uh, Utah State basketball. Uh, how do you feel? Um, feel good. It feels good to be back. Uh, had a little bit of a break, but it's nice being back on the court and uh, kind of getting to know everyone on the court and just be back working. What is that like to build? A re- I mean, you have a bunch of new guys now here on the uh, on this team. How hard can it be to build a relationship with guys you've never played with before? Um, it's tough just from a basketball standpoint, but what really helps is how much we've been hanging out in the summer, um, how we've been getting to know each other. But, I mean, that just takes time. It's not anything you can force. Uh, it usually just comes naturally, and with a couple practices, you get to know your teammates, what they're going to do, where they're going to be, and uh, it helps that we have – five guys, six guys that played a lot last year that already know each other and kind of integrating all those new guys into our system. Abel, I have not heard this much hype on a Utah State basketball team since I don't know when, and it's, and it's nonstop. Uh, preseason Player of the Year awards, rankings, hey, this team's going to be in the top 25 by, by week two. How do you guys handle that hype? I mean, it's something that Utah State's not really used to. Um, for sure, and it's something that we're not used to. I've been here... It's my fourth year, and it's something new. But I think you handle the same thing, same way you handle the non-pressure from last year, the expectations from last year, is you kind of just put your head down and go to work when you're picked to finish ninth. And if you're picked to finish first or second, then you just put your head down and you go to work and you ignore that too. Um, it's just the same mindset that you always have, and that's what I think this team will be good with. What is coach? How does Coach Smith handle it with you guys? Um, do you guys it, welcome it, or I mean, absolutely. Uh, what do you, what we hear a lot is how we're going to handle the pressure, and Coach Smith always tells everyone that we had pressure last year. It's not like this is a new thing. Towards the end of the year, we were the hunted. Uh, towards those last ten games, people knew that we were good, and they were prepping like it. So, um, and we handled it. And so, I think that just carrying over that experience we gained in the back half of last year um, will help us a ton to start this year. Speaking of uh, being the hunted, you're no longer a, a secret anymore. Uh, your skills have been very well known now as you become the starting point guard. What are you trying to develop in your game now that you know people know about who Abel Porter is? 
Um, that's a good question. Uh, what I always try and do when I play is just be consistent um, and reliable and make my teammates better. And so I think I've kind of taken it upon myself to be the the proactive person and getting these guys worked into the system and feel like they have a spot on the offense because uh, our offense is much better when we have five five guys that are a threat to score. And so just making my teammates better and kind of just being consistent and always there is what I've really been working on and uh, hope to kind of carry over into the season. I know it's only practice one, but of the new guys, who stood out to you? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, I think all of them have their own skills, have their own things that they're going to bring. Um, I think that people will love Sean Bairstow. Uh He's been awesome. He's really a high intelligence player. Um, really good off the ball and really good driving off the wing. And so I think people will really like him. Uh, final question. Your non-conference schedule is absolutely delicious. I mean, you're going to Toyota Center to play South Florida. You go to Florida to play the Gators. You got to play LSU in Jamaica. When you look at this schedule, how excited does it make you? Um, yeah, it's a gauntlet. And uh, looking at it, you can kind of maybe get scared, but I mean, I just get excited seeing those teams we get to have experience against. I mean, anytime you can play teams like this, you, you welcome the challenge. It, it only makes you better as a team. Um, and also, not only does it make you better, but I think that we're good enough to prove that they're, we're worthwhile opponents for them and that we're ready for these games and that we can compete with the top teams in the country. So, I mean, yeah, it looks like a gauntlet, but I mean, I don't think Utah State's ever had a schedule like this ever. And um, it just reflects really good on the program, gives us really good exposure. Really quick, Sam Merrill, obviously, is going to be the leader of this team. He's kind of the face of this university, really. Uh, when you see Sam Merrill here, I mean, I don't know how much better he can get. What has he proven to you, and what has he proven to this team to earn that leadership? Um, I think it's just his hard work. He uh, might be the face of the university, and he might be the... Uh, kind of stalwart in the in our basketball program but <clears throat> what he does every single day when he comes to practice is puts his head down like he's just another guy and works the hardest on the court and cares the most about winning and so when your best player and your leader is doing that then uh, it really reflects onto the whole team and your whole team starts to do that also. All right so that's Abel Porter. AJ caught up with him on a one-on-one after practice today. Interesting comments about Sam Merrill there at the end but he also um, talked about how this team is is the hunted. And it's not just coming into this season, but interesting how they were feeling that pressure uh, throughout the last year, particularly on the last part of the season, uh, last season, uh, last year. So this is a team that is accustomed to dealing with pressure and dealing with uh, having other teams really gunning for them. also found it interesting what he had to say about Sean Bairstow, that uh, this is a newcomer, to really watch for that Abel thinks is going to have a good season, could be a good contributor for the Aggies, and that he's really excited for the non-conference schedule that Utah State has in front of them. Uh, very aggressive non-conference schedule. Uh, I don't think we've seen a USU basketball team do something like this before. All the places that they're going, all the teams that they're playing, and it's all to help their resume, hopefully, for where they can be in March and an opportunity to uh, have some uh, success when it comes to the NCAA tournament and some favorable seeding uh, for the Aggies and getting some of those Quadrant 1 wins. Uh, we'll get a chance to hear from Coach Craig Smith coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, he weighs in on that and how difficult it's been for Utah State to do some of their scheduling and what he sees out of his squad 
coming into the 2019-2020 season. Also coming up here in a little bit here on the Full Court Press, continuing to get you ready for Utah State and Colorado State. Homecoming week, it's game week for the Aggies. I had a chance to speak with Jalen Warren and Shaq Bond after their practice up in uh, on Merlin Olson Field earlier this week to get their thoughts about Colorado State and uh, the specific roles they may be able to play in the matchups coming up on Saturday night. I think each one of them has uh, the potential for a really interesting game and uh, maybe defining uh, roles for their positions and what they can do for Utah State's second game in conference play. Again, that game starts at 5.30. It'll be broadcast on CBS Sports Network. And leading up to the game, on our sister station, KVNU, they'll be doing their KVNU game day from 3.30 to 5.30, a full two hours with great breakdowns, analysis, uh, interviews, uh, and uh, just a lot of great detail. I'll be doing it at Locker 42, Great place to stop by and say hi and uh, grab uh, some apparel on your way up to the game. And then as soon as it's over, turn on your radio again for KVNU Aggie Call as uh, we'll be breaking it down, taking your calls. The only place that uh, is doing a post-game show for the fans and allowing you to call in and weigh in on what you thought about the matchup in the stadium Saturday night. So all that's coming up. We'll continue to break it down and get you get some more thoughts about the uh, the interesting opportunities that may present themselves with the with these matchups. Also, hear from Craig Smith coming up in a little bit right here on the Full Court Press, one hundred six point nine FM, thirteen ninety AM. The Fan. This is Paul from Sweetwater Winter Cleaning. If you live near trees, you probably look up and see leaves clogging up your gutters. Yep, it does look bad. The greatest problem is that if the gutters and downspouts are blocked, it can lead to rainwater or snowmelt running over the gutters and potentially flooding the basement. As someone who climbs ladders daily, I strongly advise you to let the professionals take care of this. Call now and receive 35% discount. Sweetwater Window Cleaning, 3636-543. Did your car take on a deer and lose? Call Cash Cab at 232-7900. Time for Dad to pick up his prescriptions, but you don't have the time to take him? Call Cash Cab, 232-7900. Don't want to park two blocks away from the game? Call Cash Cab, 232-7900. New to town and just don't know how to get around? Call Cash Cab, 232-7900. Cash Cab operates 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and is fully licensed and insured. 232-7900. Cash Cab, taking you places. It's the Who Hot Who's Hot Student Athlete. Alec Kennington from Logan High is this week's Who Hot, Who's Hot student-athlete. Coach Norris notes that Alec is playing some of her best soccer. She works to find the ball, fighting and battling with every tackle. Alec is a huge key to the Grizzlies' offense and works her tail off defensively. Alec Kennington's work ethic and leadership make her this week's Who Hot student-athlete. Don't forget, kids eat free every Monday with an adult. That's at the Logan Who Hot on Golian Grill. Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. 
Eric Franson with you here on the Full Court Press. Utah State men's basketball team made themselves available to the media for the first time this season. They started practices on Tuesday and today had an opportunity to meet with uh, Coach Craig Smith uh, uh, and, uh, as we heard, Sam Merrill a little bit earlier as well. And Ajay had a one-on-one with Abel Porter. And questions abound about this team. Can they repeat the success and the magical season they had a year ago? They're clearly going to be the hunted team in Mountain West Conference, you would suspect, with so many players coming back and what they were able to do last year. But uh, this is also a team dealing with some uncertainty with the health of Namiyash Keta. They've certainly made height and emphasis in offseason recruiting, as Sam Merrill talked about, that the team is significantly bigger than it was a year ago. Uh, but uh, there's also been a very strong emphasis on scheduling and going places that Utah State has never gone before. So Coach Craig Smith was uh, made himself available and talked to the media about what's happened since this last season concluded. And as we look forward to another 2019 uh, season for Utah State men's basketball in the spectrum. It's hard to believe it's uh, this time of year. Uh, you know, we have a, we have a lot of new faces, so certainly we return um, six of our top performers from last year. Um, uh, obviously, Nimi's been out for a while, so so really, you throw our guys out in practice, and we have five returners, and in a lot of ways, nine new guys. And and I'm counting Roche and Clay Stahl as as new guys, even though they were in our program last year, but both had were out for the year with ACL injuries. So. So really, in a lot of ways, we have nine new guys. So to get everybody on speed and develop chemistry, and and it's easy to see when our returners are playing together, the chemistry that we have and the feel, and everybody kind of knows where everyone's at. And then you add some of the new guys, and it's like, oh boy, you know. And so that you know just takes some time. So uh, it's been fun. It's a great group of guys. Um, really, it seems to. Uh, it seems like we have really good chemistry, although everybody thinks they're playing 30 minutes a night right now. <laughs> and so, um, but it's been an enjoyable group. We've had a really, really good summer. Uh, I think our guys have definitely gotten better over the summer. And now it's here. It's hard to believe that it's almost October and we'll be playing games in about, what, five and a half weeks, 40 days from today, I think it is, that we'll be playing games. But it'll be good. We need some time. We need to, to, to develop chemistry and, and hone in on our concepts and what we like to do. So how often over the summer have you got asked about Kata's status? Do you have a timetable in your mind? What he's going to tell us now? Uh, Nimi, you know, I mean, it's always the million-dollar question of where, you know, where he stands and how he's doing. Um, you know, coaches are paid to be. Um, uh, you you hope for the, you prepare for the be- the worst and hope for the best, and that's where, quite frankly, that's where I'm at. Uh, we're preparing that we just don't know where he's going to be. Now, that being said, his rehab is going great. And I give Nimi so much um, credit for how he's handled this whole thing because, you know, he goes back home, plays in the FIBA thing, and it's just a flukish deal, right? And from from and I had just left there. I should have stayed. Um, uh, and it was in the semifinal game. And but I remember calling him as soon as we got word what had happened. And and he's like, Coach, I'll come back stronger than ever. I'll be better than ever. And so much of life is just how you approach things and what your attitude and your effort is. And, you know, obviously we, we had high praise for him last year, and that's not just lip service. We're not just going to say things to Sam. 
but his true character truly came out and not one time did he hang his head not one time did he have fear worry and doubt or at least he hasn't shown that and he's attacked his rehab with vigor and um and um by all accounts he's he's uh on great track to come back but but the paranoid side of being a coach is we have to prepare for him not being around and and so we have a lot different big guys you know you lose uh people uh, you know quinn taylor was a vital part of our team last year and started as our four man but as our backup five man and brought a totally different look and big time experience and so now you know Nimi's only a freshman but obviously that's a lot of experience that you got to find a way to you know prepare to 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 come back from so you got a guy like kuba who is really starting to to get better and, and the game is slowing down for him and trevor trevin excuse me is is making great strides and clay kind of coming back from that injury and and roche you know and those guys have been a little bit uneven with their you know one day they look here and the next day and that's to be expected when you're inexperienced so um so hopefully you know nimi's rehab will go well and um certainly is a huge part of our team last year and a major part of our success and you don't exactly just you know to to be the defensive player of the year in the mountain west and a second team all league guy um uh, is saying something coach your schedule is i mean non-conference schedule is incredible can you talk about how thanks for ruining my day <laughs> <laughs> can you talk about how tough that was to put but how exciting it is for you and your squad to go out and compete against some of the best teams in the country well we're really excited about our schedule scheduling is one of the most difficult things that we do um you know it's just it's literally a day-to-day -day deal where we're constantly calling people and you know Eric Peterson is in charge of our scheduling obviously I work hand in hand with him and John Hartwell our athletic director but it's very very difficult to schedule games it's very very difficult to get people to come to Logan um, Utah and, um, and and that's a compliment that's a sign of, of the home court that we have that's a sign of uh, of us being, you know, in the position that we put ourselves last year. Um, so at the same time, we wanted to, you know, we all, we believe in bring on the competition, right? And so to be able to have some marquee games of starting a home and home series at St. Mary's, and of course they'll come back to our place the following year uh, to play BYU in the Beehive Classic in a, you know, in the Utah Jazz NBA Arena to play South Florida, who won the the CBI last year and in return, I believe nine of their top ten. And, uh, and they're good, just watching them on film. And to play them in a, a big-time venue like the Houston Rockets Arena uh, in an area that we recruit, to play Florida, right, who on a lot of accounts are uh, a top-five team, certainly a top-ten team um, in the country. And then, of course, playing LSU and North Texas and Jamaica. So um, we're going to be putting on a lot of airline miles. Um, you know, last year our schedule was difficult, but we didn't have to really travel a whole lot of distance, whereas this year we're going Jamaica all the way to California, back and then going back to San Jose and then back to Houston and then back to Florida. And, and you know, and so, um, um, so Delta's gonna really like us. <laughs> but, uh, but you know what, you wanna position yourself where if you're good enough and you perform well enough and you take care of business that you put yourself in a position to get an at-large bid and we certainly did that last year right if we went to won the conference tournament we still would have been a an at-large team and 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 if we take care of business this year you know we'll be in a position to do that as well so we wanted to schedule tough and and with the experience that we have returning um, we felt like we have the team that can go up against the big boys just with the added size change 
how you play a little bit, do you think? Or is it, is it your style and they've just got to fit well, into that? What it, do you think, Coach? Yes. <laughs> um, it's, it's all of the above. We're, that, that is, so it's as much as it is for our, our new guys to figure out how to play in our style and our returners to figure out our new guys and our new guys to figure out our returners and all that goes into it, we as coaches got to figure out how to put our players individually in the best position to have success on the floor. And so that's the jigsaw puzzle. And that's, I think, one of the funnest parts about, about coaching is the puzzle and, and figuring out. And not everybody does it like that. We do do it that way. And, and so I think our brand of basketball, though, is, is one where um, you can have success no matter, how the, no matter who you're going against, meaning if it's a game where it's, you know, we like to say our style of play is the winning style. So you got to be able to have a team that's built to win 61 to 59, and you have to have a team that's built to win like, our, like the game when we won the clinch the regular season title at Colorado State, 100, and, 100 to 96 in double overtime. So you got to have some depth. You better have speed. You better have agility. You better have size. And I like to think that we have all of that. So now it's a matter of putting the right combinations together and putting our guys in a position to have that kind of success. So certainly there will be some new things, um, but there will also be – a lot of things that will look very familiar to to our fans. Coach, when you have a bunch of new kids, what is your main goal, I guess, in these early practices to make sure they're acclimated to your system? There's a lot of things that go into it. There's um, they're learning a whole new. First of all, all these new guys are learning, you know, to live with each other, and you're in a different environment. And most of these guys have never lived in, you know, in Cache Valley, and so you're getting acclimated that way. They're getting acclimated to school, you know, in particular the freshmen. You know, and, 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 and doing that whole day-to-day -day routine. And, and, and then you're getting used to a language, right? So certainly basketball, um, most like any sports, there's certain terminologies that's universal. And then, but then there's different terminology within our language that could just well be, you know, um, Polish. Or, <laughs> uh, and we'd be in good shape with one guy <laughs> from Poland or Portuguese. But it's like learning a, literally a different language. So they, they have to understand that what does this mean and what does spurs mean and what does purple mean and what does, right? And so it's a big learning curve. And we throw a lot, a lot of information at our guys. Um, it's a lot, and so it's a lot to absorb, and so that can be frustrating too. So not only that to learn the terminology, but then how do we defend this action? How do we defend this? What does this mean on offense? And so what do we do with time and score, right? And so they got to learn all of that stuff. It's not as simple as just rolling it out there and, and playing. And it, to our our returners' credits, those guys, you know, Abel Porter, Sam, Brock. Diogo, Nimi, Bean, those guys have done a phenomenal job of pulling our new guys over and saying, hey, you know, think about doing this, or this is what this means. And so it's nice when you have guys on your team that can help coach them and, and help make that transition a lot smoother for them. Wow, a lot of great stuff there from Craig Smith. Utah State men's basketball practicing this week as a team for the first time in the last couple of days, well, with under the direction of the coaches, I should say that. But a lot of different uh, new players, new faces on this team, players from different countries, <laughs> different cultures, trying to understand what it means to not only live in America, but what does it mean to live in Utah. Uh, so there's a lot of different things to uh, get acclimated to for this squad. But a um, couple of things that uh, stood out to me, just how we talked about Keta early on in the interview, is uh, rehabbing well, says that he's uh, on track in his rehab. 
what exactly that means. He didn't go into too specific detail on when he may be back or when he may be on the court doing regular practices with his teammates. But he did say that this team got bigger and they got other guys that can play that position uh, so that they can, as he put it, play with the big boys and uh, some of these bigger competition. And that's the other thing that stands out to me is how he talked about scheduling, how they're going all over the place. A lot of miles that this team is racking up. Uh, You hope that doesn't wear them out and then they don't have enough gas in the tank later in the season because of so much travel fatigue because certainly the Mountain West does not make it easy with their own travel plans and how they do their scheduling, which is a joke. Um, Every week you're traveling. But then um, with this uh, size of – or with scheduling, just the type of teams that this team – that Utah State Aggies went out to try to schedule and how difficult it was for them to get games. Uh, teams don't want to play the Aggies right now. Uh, certainly not in the spectrum. So that, uh, that is a, a problem to have with a, with a successful program. Stu Morrill would comment on that all the time, uh, that uh, he had a really hard time – getting teams to, willing to come play in Logan. Uh, known as a great home court advantage, one of the great basketball venues in the West for sure, but uh, with one of the great home court advantages in the country for a long stretch there. Uh, and then also how he talked about the size. Uh, the, this, these tall guys that are now part of this team, and does the offense or does the defense change now with uh, who was available compared to what it looked like a year ago. And he was kind of vague in that, but to some degree, yes. I mean, you you run a system, as he put it, our, our style is to win. <laughs> and so if you want to win, these are the things that you need to do. And if we want to win, maybe these are the things that we need to uh, play to our advantage with certain players that are available. So uh, there may be some changing in how the system is run, to some degree, to take advantage of that size. Uh, and that will be one of the interesting things to watch when they start playing on the on the court coming up in just a little over a month from now on October 30th. So, interesting comments from Coach Craig Smith, Sam Merrill, and Abel Porter. Uh, if you missed any of it, you can check out our podcast of the show uh, tomorrow uh, or maybe even later tonight on uh, 1069thefan.com. We'll have the full interviews for you to listen back to there. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press, Utah State football is in action this Saturday. Aggies are preparing for Colorado State. This is a team that gives up a lot of yards on the ground. They have a hard time stopping opposing running backs. So what does that mean for Utah State's running back in the matchup on Saturday night? I got a chance to catch up with Jalen Warren earlier this week, and this is also a Colorado State team that throws the ball around a lot. And uh, this is probably the best quarterback and the most potent passing offense that Utah State has faced so far this season. One of the guys that's going to be tested significantly through that process is Shaq Bond. And I caught up with him at practice up on Merlin Olsen Field earlier this week as well. So we'll hear from them. Also coming up, uh, there's uh, some games in the NFL uh, one game going on, uh, notably tonight, a good one. Eagles at the Packers starts at 6:20 tonight on Fox and on the NFL Network. Uh, but uh, in the NFL, there's some players that are coming and some players that are going. We'll update you on the latest there with uh, Marvin Gordon, uh, excuse me, Melvin Gordon, 
and uh, Jalen Ramsey, what the latest is for those players specifically. So all that's coming up right here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Are you ready for a different career path? TTM Technologies was recently recognized on Fortune's 100 list of fastest growing companies. TTM Technologies is currently hiring for very specific job openings. So listen closely. Full and part-time machine operators with starting pay of $14 an hour. Computer-aided manufacturing operators with starting pay of $16 an hour. Weekend production technicians to work Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays so you get the week off. Pay starts at $15 an hour. Plus, you'll receive a 25% weekend pay. Wastewater treatment technicians, pay depends on experience. A shift supervisor for Graveyard, again, pay depends on experience. All TTM Technology employees are privy to some amazing benefits. Healthcare, regular bonuses, three weeks paid time off, tuition reimbursement, and more, much more. The easiest way to find out about these available positions and what it's like to work at TTM is online at careers.ttmtech.com. That's careers.ttmtech.com. TTM Technologies is an equal opportunity employer. This is Jason from Utah Mattress Outlet. Back to school should be a time of excitement, but for many, it's full of stress. If you experience anxiety and are looking for a better way to cope, the newest and natural way to overcome is with a weighted True Blanket. Doctors recommend True Blankets for depression, PTSD, autism, and to lower stress and anxiety. True Blankets are finding success for all ages. There are cheap imitations and low-quality knockoffs, but there's only one True Blanket. Find your happiness and feel the difference with a True Blanket. Available now at Utah Mattress Outlet, 880 South Main. We're not comfortable until you are advanced heating and air. New equipment, service work. Any season, call us first. Serving you since 94. Installation and repairs and so much more. We're not comfortable until you are. Advanced heating and air. Girls, insist he take you to Jarek's. Picking out your wedding ring is an experience you will never forget. Come to a place where the mood is right and the setting is perfect for romance. Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. The perfect collection of memorable designs, classic creation, and modern marvels. If you want an intimate, romantic experience you will never forget, then insist he takes you to Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson with you on a Thursday. Thanks for tuning in and joining us here on the Full Court Press. Great interviews, great segments there from Craig Smith, Abel Porter, and Sam Merrill. If you missed any of it, we'll have it available on our website, 1069thefan.com, or wherever podcasts are available. You can subscribe to our podcast, uh, Full Court Press, on Stitcher, a lot of other places that uh, have podcasts available. So um, highly recommend checking that out. But um, looking, shifting gears from uh, basketball now to football, Utah State Aggies could be a very wet game Saturday. So we could see a lot on the ground. And uh, the 
Colorado State Rams give up a lot on the ground. They've given up over 240 yards to uh, Arkansas and Colorado. Granted, those are Power 5 schools, uh, but they gave up over 400 yards to Toledo on the ground. So I think that there's going to be some real opportunity for Jalen Warren and the Utah State running game Saturday night. I had a chance to catch up with him right after practice earlier this week to also reflect back on that great win the Aggies had at San Diego State last Saturday. Jalen Warren uh, having a great season so far for Utah State running the ball. Big game last week against San Diego State, known for such a really good run defense. But you guys were able to have some success against them. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, as an offense, we did what we could. I got to thank my linemen. You know, they they made everything I did ha- uh, possible. So without them, you know, we, we couldn't have had the game we had. You know, we left some on the field, but every team leaves some on the field and nobody perfect. So as far as playing to our best of our ability, we're going to take that win, we're going to learn from it, and we're going to do better, you know, uh, in the future. Looking at scouting Colorado State, this looks like a team that gives up a lot of running yards. They just went up against Toledo that ran for more than 400 against them. They've given up 240-plus in several other games. It looks like you, Gerald Bright, you guys are going to have some opportunity in this game Saturday night. Uh, that's all up to our linemen, you know. They could have, uh, Colorado said, you know, they could have had a bad game. They could come out here and show us. Uh, as far as I know, last year, you know, they had a touchdown taken away from them because of, uh, you know, a late penalty call. So I'm sure they're going to come in here with a strong mentality and they're going to want to hit. So we take it nothing lightly. You know, that's Toledo. We are. So we'll see what happens Saturday. Is there a lot of that talk going around this week about what happened last year at Colorado State and how that one kind of was maybe a little bit of a lucky break how Utah State got that win? For, I mean, from what I've been hearing, nah. We're just going to, um, you know, weather conditions was bad. I'm not saying that's why, like, things happened the way they did. But as far as the talk went, we're just ready to play. I mean, ain't no luck. Uh, it happens sometimes, but we're going to we're gonna do what we can. How do you feel like you're – fitting in with this group because you're one of the transfers you're one of the new people that's arrived on campus doing so really well so far how did you feel like you're fitting with this brotherhood of Utah State Aggies I feel like this place was made for me I mean I love it I love it here uh I don't think I would I mean I fit in well with you know everywhere I go but this place is definitely something special and I I really enjoy my time here the, the transfers that have come in have been really impactful besides yourself, some of the other guys that came over from Utah. That experience that you had coming in before you got here, how has that kind of molded you and helped you to be the type of player that you have been so far this season for Utah State? You know, uh, personally, I just do what I can to help the team. I don't care if I get 50 touches, one touch. I mean, as long as we win, then I'm happy. So I don't care about my stats. People tell me about my stats. You know, some people that's hard to that's for, hard for them to believe. But like in reality, I like seeing my teammates succeed more than myself succeed because I feel like that's what creates brotherhood. And I look at it as a family. So when you know when someone do something good, I'm happy for them. So uh, as far as that, yeah, uh, ain't nothing more. Yeah. Well, Jalen, it's been fun watching you on the field. Good luck on Saturday against Colorado State. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's uh, yeah, Jalen Warren, and he could have himself a really good game for Utah State 
that uh, Colorado State run defense, not particularly strong. They give up a lot of yards on the ground. So Gerald Bright, Jalen Warren could have a big game. Gerald Bright led the Aggies a year ago against the Rams with 89 yards. Uh, and so it could be a big one f- between the two of those guys going up against uh, Colorado State. Um, and uh, this is, as we talked about, this is an interesting matchup in some different ways. This is a team that had kind of a rough season last year, felt like maybe they were starting to turn a corner. It was late in the season. Colorado State was still a bowl team, but um, th- that left a very, very sour taste in their mouth. So uh, still significant number of players on the team this year who were on that team a year ago who are going to remember what happened and how that game got away from them at the very end, although they felt like they won it uh, with a late touchdown. So it's going to be an interesting matchup between these two teams. Utah State looking like they have a little more momentum on their side with both offense and defense. Colorado State has some offense. They've been scoring points. They've been putting up 34 points a game offensively. But they've also been going up against teams that really aren't known for their great defenses. Um, so uh, this is, you know, how will that translate on Saturday? How well will things go if it's really a wet, cold day? Uh, will that affect uh, the passing game? Who will it affect most? Jordan Love, Patrick O'Brien. Both of them have played in cold weather before and have been in cold weather situations. But uh, it could be a game that we see a lot on the ground. Uh, so another guy that I think could have a significant role to play is Shaq Bond and what he can do defensively for USU with if the Colorado State Rams do th- things through the air or if he's called on to do things in some run support to uh, help slow things down for the Rams. Talking to Shaq Bond, he had a great game last week against the Aztecs, pick six, big momentum change. Walk me through that play, how it unfolded for you, what you saw coming at you, and how you made it, what you made out of it. Uh, we was actually in a man-to-man coverage with a, um, a tackle dropping into a hole, and without without um, Holly, that would that play would have never happened. But you know, I just stuck to my man. You know, read the QB. Holly got a tip, got a hand on him, tipped it up, and I was just able to make a play. I was just just able to be there. Your second interception and your second return for a touchdown. I mean, every time you get a pick, you're bringing it to the house. Yeah, yeah. I got an offensive mind. I uh, love receiver. And then just especially at DB, like once once we get an interception, we don't know when the next one coming. So you got to try to make the most out of it no matter what. You know, you might have to reverse field, but do what you got to do because you might not know when you're going to get the next one. You guys are 1-0 in conference play. you got another conference opponent coming in this week. Colorado State, very different offensive mindset than, mm-hmm. than San Diego State was. Mm-hmm. They're going to sling the ball around a lot more. Mm-hmm. Puts more pressure on you in that secondary. What do you see so far out of the Rams, and what kind of role you guys are going to have to play in that game? Uh, they got a great offensive scheme. Um, everything they've been doing has been working. Uh, you know, quarter, last week they threw almost 60 passes, 300-plus yards, I believe. You know, as as DBs, we just know, you know, we got to be on our game a lot more this this week. You know, it's conference play. Every every game is big. You know, you know, one loss in conference, you might be out of the run for the championship. So we just look to go one and zero each week. How uh, that secondary overall is coming along? Uh, game one, uh, there were some good moments, but there's some shaky moments. Seems like there's been a lot of good progression as as we've gone into the season so far. Yes, sir. Uh, we just. Preach and practice, you know, uh, communication, 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 you know, making sure everybody in the spot they need to be, 
not you know one person messed up we all messed up so i just feel like we've been coming uh closer as a, a brotherhood as a family in the secondary and then we really just been working you know a lot of tackling and that that's really been improving as well for the dbs for um for what you're able to do besides not only covering in the backfield but you've also been involved in some you got to tackle for loss or a little bit more uh your role as kind of a, a pressure point as well going after opposing quarterbacks i feel like you're used for that and how you might be used coming up on saturday um you know uh me, Troy, and um, you know Cash, we all can play the the free, the strong, and Troy is the nickel. So you know we rolling down all the time. You really don't have a choice but to you know get in there and tackle. You got big guys coming at you. You know uh, it's different from last year. You know we was always too high safety, but this year we more in the box. So it's just, it's just a big key. We 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 a big a big fit in the run game as the safeties this year. All right, well, Shaq, best of luck on Saturday night and uh, for homecoming. should be a big one. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Shaq Bond, it's always fun to talk to. Big personality, always got a big smile, and uh, it's been great having him back on the field. His season last year cut short with injury, and uh, good to see him recover and available for the Utah State Aggies. He's been a great asset there in the backfield, not only in covering, uh, but also in used in run support and uh, pressure uh, for opposing uh, quarterbacks as well. So fun to see his progression, and I think he's going to be playing a significant role for the Aggies coming up on uh, Saturday night. Again, kickoff at 5.30. Uh, last thing I want to get to real quickly, in the NFL, uh, there's uh, Melvin Gordon has been holding out. His 64-day holdout apparently is coming to an end, and uh, so he is coming back. He's joining his team uh, his head coach, happy to see him, uh, have him back. Uh, and uh, Anthony Lynn talked a little bit about what it's what it could mean and why he's uh, happy to have him back. But he hates to see holdouts for him from anybody in the NFL. I hate to see guys hold out, and uh, but I know it's part of the business, you know. But as a coach, you kind of have to stand on the sideline because you know my job is to build you up and make you feel like you're the best running back in the league. And then when it's time for you to get paid like the best running back in the league, then that's the general manager's job. I, I step back, you know, and so uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a healthy conflict. And so, I, you know, I, just the way it is. It is just the way it is in the NFL. We've seen that a uh, few different players before the season began with some holdouts, but now it seems to be settling down and players coming back. But we've also seen some players unhappy with where they are and try to leave. Saw that with uh, Anthony uh, with uh, Brown, Antonio Brown, and now we're seeing it with Jalen Ramsey with the Jaguars and Doug Marone, his head coach, says he doesn't know what's going on. He reported that his back was sore. That's that's that's, all, that's you know. I mean, usually when someone reports their back sore, it could have happened. Well, it could happen again. I don't know. I I, I really don't know. It's, there's one excuse after another: bad back, uh, sick. Uh, going somewhere for a baby. It just seems like the excuses continue to mount for Jalen Ramsey why he can't play for his team. So it's going to be an interesting weekend in the NFL. Really interesting matchup tonight, Philadelphia at Green Bay. And coming up tomorrow, we'll update you on all the other interesting games for the weekend. A big weekend. Mountain West Conference play. A lot of different Mountain West teams playing each other. High school football on Friday night. Don't forget to get your picks in tonight on a Cash Valley Media Group Preps Pick'em Contest. We'll update you on who's playing where uh, and uh, how that might play out, where, how you can listen, how you can follow along. And we'll also get into the other games in the Mountain West Conference and the top 25 college football and our Friday Five Best. 
What are the five best USU homecoming traditions? 